Welcome to A Slice of Orange, a podcast on North Orange County politics. I'm Jody Balma, and today uh, my guest is Jim Box, who is a professor at Fullerton College and also works in admi- uh, public administration for the city of Buena Park. Welcome, Jim. Thank you, Jody. It's great to be here. Thanks. I'm so excited to talk to you. I've kind of been waiting for the election to be over so I can talk to my other list of guests. Um, So this is exciting. So tell us a little bit about your own career in public administration, kind of what that is, because a lot of people don't even know um, when we talk about the public sector. And then I'm going to have you talk a little bit about uh, why you're teaching for us. So tell us, how did, how did you even find a job working <laughs> for public administration? What's that path like? What's that path? Well, I think every path is different. But my path uh, personally was, um, dir- so I've been in the field for over 30 years now. Um, I know I don't, I'm not, I don't seem that old, Jody, but. I know, because um, you started when you were 10. When I was 10, yeah, exactly. No, actually, uh, my grandparents were in the field of public administration. Really? And my grandpa used to actually sit me down at the table. What did your grandpa do? He was the superintendent for the, long, for the Los Angeles School District. And my grandmother. Good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my grandma worked for the city of Los Angeles in public works street wow yeah 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 so it's definitely I think it's in my blood per se but um they would always sit me down and talk to me about the importance of giving back and the great opportunities of working in the public sector and um so right out of high school I um uh there was a priest I went to all boys catholic high school St. John Bosco in Bellflower and there was a priest that said took five of us and said, I want you guys to go and work for the city of Norwalk in community services. And I happened to be one of the five and I fell in love with public service at that point. So it was a combination, I think, of my grandparents and and their teaching of community and giving back. And then this opportunity that I had with my principal who took me to the city of Norwalk and so these are some, these are five good people hired me. I started off as a recreation leader for the city of Norwalk. And at that point, still wasn't cons- really like, do I do sure. this? What I want to do? I mean, I was what, 17, 18 years right. old. Right. And um, I realized as I went in, I dived in deeper to the field, I really liked what I was doing. Yeah. I felt like I was making that difference. And that in community services, I was a recreation leader. Sure. And I have to say, I never left. So yeah. I only had one job in my life, <laughs> and that's working for cities until just recently right. with Fullerton College, who I Which love. is still based on your one yeah, job. It's, it's but, but many different cities, which we'll talk about in a second. And I and I think that's interesting because the joke in my family is every job I had was, uh, I crusted off the list of something I absolutely <laughs> did not want to do. I'm like, nope, don't want to work with the public in, you know, I not that that job would even exist anymore because I worked for a, a video rental, home movies. Um, so that would have not been a great career choice forever. <laughs> so true. So that's so funny. So I was a recreation leader, um, decided to go to school and decided originally I was going to do communications and then went um, to, um, to college and realized, no, full, um, com- communications wasn't what I wanted to do. It was more public administration. Mm-hmm. And um, advanced, got my degree, 
and went and got my master's degree, my graduate degree in public administration as well. And all this time I was in working for city. So I worked for the city of Norwalk and then I worked for the city of Los Alamitos, the city. And, and at what point does this become a full-time job? Do you get no. your first full-time job at Norwalk? Because no. clearly high school and college is not yeah. full-time. No, 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 no. Didn't get my first full-time job until the city of Artesia, which was in 1991, right before I got married, actually. And um, it was a recreation supervisor. Okay. And um, I was, now I think back, I was pretty young to be in a supervisory capacity of, of, of a department stuff. But once again, just, um, I never said no. Someone just gave me some great advice. They said, Jim, if you want to move up, take as much responsibility. And if someone asks you to do something, volunteer to do it. And I tell my students that all I the love time, that. Is right? that never say no, just say, yeah, I'll give it, you know, raise your hand. I'm willing to give it a try. Right. And I did that. And um, so then I moved from Artesia to the city of Tustin and became a manager of community mm-hmm. services there, overseeing senior services, family and youth services, and citywide special events. And stayed there for probably about 13 years. Okay. And um, so that's really where I, I think I grounded myself and, sure. and honed in on my leadership skills because um, leadership skills are definitely needed in the field of public administration. You're dealing with people um, and making connections in the community and stuff. So um, was in Tustin. Then I went to City of Cerritos, and this is all full-time. Um, they needed someone to come and open a senior center for them. And um, once again, never saying no and adding to my resume and facility management and different things of that nature, hopped on it and took it. I was there for about three years. And then um, the city of Stanton came available as a director um, for a department and to be a department head. So within local government, you know, you've got your council and your council report or your city manager is your like CEO and they report to the elected, the council. And then under your city manager, you have your department heads. So it was a natural progression that I was moving up and, um, and probably on some level needed to move cities for that progression. Absolutely. Because those openings wouldn't necessarily all come. Right. Exactly. And that's always great advice. Not be afraid to move is an important lesson. And the nice thing about local government is that, in regards to the retirement, it's all within the PERS system. So those years just carry with you. So I've worked for numerous agencies, but always have been in the same retirement system. So in, in Stanton, like I said, never wanted to say no. The city manager one day came to me, I was running my department and said, hey, Jim, would you be interested in um, being assistant city manager? And I said, okay. She's like, I'm not going to pay you for it. I <laughs> But would you be willing right. to take on the additional responsibility? You got to think big term, big picture. And right. I said, sure, why not? So with that, I was able to, and at this whole time, it had been in recreation and community services. Um, I took on risk management. I took on human yeah. resources and a variety of other aspects of the city and did that for about two years. And then literally, I'm in my office one day. The mayor for the city walks in and says, Jim, our city manager just resigned. And I'm like, and I had kind of known that she she was in the process. And um, she was a phenomenal mentor. And um, she gave me one piece of advice really quick here. She said, Jim, I've given you this chance to do this. 
pass it on. And I've always remembered that is that you know, yeah. I was given the chance. So now I need to make sure when I get into a, a leadership role that I want to make sure that I give that chance. And I have, and yeah. I always strive. And, and I think that that is a, a sign of a good mentor, right? I got the same advice, uh, you know, the, 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 the chair at Cal State Fullerton who first took a chance on me that I'd never taught before and offered me an adjunct position. And, you know, I was for, I still am forever grateful and, and sort of sad, like, you know, how can I repay you? And he's like, you pay it forward. Right. And, right. and I always tell my own, uh, my own students that, that, that you know, it's, it's opening up the door and holding it open for the next people. Absolutely. But you've got to be willing to, to make that step and cross that threshold yes. too. Yeah. Have the confidence to do that. And absolutely. I think as a mentor, you're responsible for creating that confidence and, yeah. and helping them cross that threshold. And I, yeah. that's one of my strongest passions is mentorship. I I think it's um, the incredible part of of a career or in teaching. I think it's very similar. And and I find most of what it is, is simply letting them see themselves through my eyes, that I can so clearly see their potential. And when they finally see themselves in that same light, it is magical. Absolutely. And it's so funny. Um, so last semester was my first semester teaching, and um, this this semester here, uh, many of those my students have come back and they're like, you know, professor, thank you so much for providing this guidance or or doing mm-hmm. this. And I'm like, absolutely, and and know that I will be there. Right. Did you need assistance? And right. if you fall down, that's okay. Yes. Get up, dust yourself off. Yeah. Learn from it. And we'll move forward together. Right. So right. It's, yeah. it's awesome. So anyway, so I'm in, I'm in Stanton. So they're saying we need a city manager. We need a city manager. And I'm like, okay. And they're like, we'd like to offer you the position. And I'm like, what? And <laughs> I had never really thought about city manager, to be honest with you. I thought maybe assistant city manager was where I wanted. That was my sure. comfort level. So um, I said, are we talking interim? And they're like, no. We'd like to offer you. The oh, position. wow. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I can do this. Once again, saying yes and right. um, trusting that I knew what I was doing. Um, so did that for eight years and um, enjoyed it, loved it. And, and that's what another thing too, passion for your job, passion for what you do, passion for, for me, um, making that commitment and, um, what I like is like when I drive down Beach Boulevard and I see the new developments, I see a new park, I, right. I see whatever new thing is in that community. To know that I was a little right. part of that right. is really makes my dad like, you know what? We've taken and we're making a difference in the community. So that was my approach to the whole and that my whole city manager um, ship in um, the city of Stanton was making a difference in the community. We built some parks. We did some nice economic development, um, housing. Um, so I think we we did our, our thing there. But there was one aspect that I was always missing. I was always missing my, what I originally intended to, and that was community services. And had the opportunity to come to Buena Park uh, back as a department head, as a community services director, where I'm interacting mm-hmm. with the community. I, you know collaboration with um, nonprofits and 
truly creating new parks as well. Um, we have three new parks we're building here in this city and stuff. So um, it's nice to be back at home doing what I mm-hmm. do. And it allows me the opportunity also now to pursue my new passion, and that's teaching without a doubt. And yeah. Um, yeah so. So tell us a little bit about that. I love that you're setting up my segues. This is awesome. Um, So intro to public administration. It's not something a lot of people even know about as a career path, but also as, you know, just being part of a community. We, We sometimes, if you're connected, we'll hear about city council members, they make the news, but department heads rarely do. Um, you don't always know who to talk to about those things if you have an idea or there's problems. Um, and, you know, as I told my students, uh, they, they never hear when we think things are going well, right? You only hear complaints. But so tell us, how, how did you come in approaching the idea of what you wanted to impart to the students? So what I wanted to do with, with this, my class was introduce public administration not only for people who are interested in public administration, but for those who are not interested, but I would provide them the opportunity of how to engage with mm-hmm. the community that you live in. If So this is a great, great story. I had one student who received all these parking tickets and he didn't know what to do. Sure. And so through some of our lessons, we were talking about citizen involvement, community engagement. Um, I bring in different department heads as guest speakers, love guest speakers in my class, firsthand experience that they're in there right. and they're talking about what they're doing and they're passionate about it. And um, he was able to, he realized, wait a second. So if I want to contest these tickets, all I need to do is communicate with this department, this individual. Right. And Stephen, Stephen was like, Professor Vox, thank you so much. And I'm right. Like, oh. I right. Said, Absolutely. So it's an education on how to navigate the local jurisdiction system per se. Yes. Um, and it, we talked about community involvement. We talk about leadership. Uh, we truly do do a deep dive into each department within a local city, whether it's public safety. Mm-hmm. You know, the chief of police came and talked to us. City clerk, we talked about elections and right. um, how to run an election. You know, we had a council member, uh, the mayor actually from Buena Park, um, came in and talked about what it takes, his involvement, what made him go into public service and stuff, um, community services, engineering. And that's something, too, is that you might be, you might, I want to go into engineering or I want to be, I want to go into urban planning or something like that. There's an opportunity in public administration right. for that, whether it's the planning department, whether it's public works. Um, and that's, I think it opened the eyes of so many of my students that they were like, oh, wow. And it was funny. At the beginning right. of the class, I did a, a pretest of how many people, first of all, know what public administration is. No one raised their hand. And how many would ever consider going into um, a, a, a job in public administration? No one raised their hand. At the end of the class, we did the same. And like six or seven out of 24 right. raised their hand and said, you know, I might be interested. Right. And I was like, we're doing, and really for me, it's exposure of this class um, and exposure of just public administration in general. And um, it's really, it's a really cool. And, and, you know, it's interesting that you said your grandparents were involved because 
um, you know, full disclosure, my husband and your wife work together at the county. Um, And so many of their colleagues are second or third generation in public administration. And so I think it really does make it not a closed system in any way. It's public and transparent, but hidden, right? So many people don't know about the opportunities. They're not talked about in you know, there's no reality TV shows about <laughs> public administrators fighting over the budget. Exactly. Um, and so I, the parks and recreation. Yes, know? thank God. You know, I know. yes, I know. <laughs> and 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 you notice that the if if anybody has watched the first season, it was a little too real because it was like, oh, this is boring. They're actually gonna show what it's really like to move <laughs> projects along. <laughs> <laughs> the second season, they're like, "Oh, we need to fictionalize this a little bit." But so true. Um, yeah, so there true. there are some moments there where anyone who's worked in public administration, absolutely. absolutely. You know, something else too. The class also teaches is that um, we're not a silo. So it also yes. we also talk about working the ability to work at the county level. Yes. as well as the state level, as well as the federal level, and the interactions that go in the interactions. Back and forth. So absolutely, it's a great and class. I encourage anyone listening. Yeah, um, absolutely. Fullerton College, we're going to offer it in the fall. Yes. Jim Box is the professor. Great guest speakers and and really practical knowledge, yes. right? And it's that beautiful said. intersection of practical knowledge that you can use immediately to try to contest your parking tickets or to speak at, at, um, you know, at public comments at a school board or a city council, but also exposure to, um, to the, the theory, the, the actual budgets, really getting an academic grounding in it. And then just exposure to knowing it's all available. Cause I think it's so hidden for so many people, hidden in, 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 you know, clear view, but. We we definitely talk about theory. We definitely talk about fiscal analysis. We talk about, um, you know, parliamentary procedure, all of that. That's so confusing. Yeah. And they, and many of incredibly confusing when you go to a meeting. Right. Exactly. So they understand the procedure. They understand um, uh, ordinances regulations yes. and the reason why we do it this way and it just so many light bulbs went on um, right in the class i'll tell you this much for anyone who takes this class it, there's a lot of discussion um there's a lot of interaction yeah. um, you know your cameras are not off your cameras are on pretty much because we're we're and it's just a dialogue right and whether it's with the guest speaker i'm moderating you know the discussion whatever it may be but it's really really good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I love it. <laughs> it is. It's so exciting. And and as a student, I always loved taking classes with people who are excited. Even if I wasn't excited about their subject, <laughs> um, their excitement often got me through. And 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 I, you know, I hear that from my students as well. Like you are super excited about really boring stuff. And I'm like, yes, oh. that's the only way we're going to all survive. I hear about Professor Balma all the time from <laughs> oh, all you're too my kind. students. Yes. You're too kind. No, so um, let's talk a little bit about somebody who just wants to be involved in their community. They don't want a career in public administration. Uh, you know, they don't really have a complaint. How do they get involved? Talk a little bit about commissions. Yeah. Talk a little bit about... Um, does your city have a, a, you know, Citizen 101 class that some of these cities have started to do? 
We don't have a Citizen 101 class, but we do have a variety of opportunities for citizen involvement, whether it be serving on a commission, whether it be volunteering at the senior center, volunteering for a citywide special event, um, and just are just, you know, we have people that just have come in and we, one of my favorite um, things is our youth. We have a youth advisory committee. So we're getting oh, a very I love young that. age. And um, I'm seeing all, that more and more at cities and I love, yeah. I want it everywhere. Right. We just had them make a presentation Tuesday night to city council. And um, we have a, it's called VOLT, Volunteers Opportunities Leadership Training. And they actually, there's a leadership team now, and then there's a committee member. And all this, young people? What are the all, ages? All ages from seventh grade all the way to 12th grade. Wow. And, um, it's, there's three aspects. There's recreational aspects, you know, enjoyment. Sure. There's community service, giving back. And then there's an educational aspect where they're learning mm-hmm. about, it's really public admin 101. Sure. Bringing in speakers talking about that's amazing procedures. they actually just made a presentation to council we had to walk them through the parliamentary procedure how do you address a council the right. way a um, um or ordinance would work and and then what's really cool is our council now if they have a, a if they're dealing with an issue they'll say hey jim bounce this off of your youth commission get me their thoughts and i love that it's like yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, no, right. absolutely. But, you know, we've got other commissions, too. We've got beautification, traffic, planning, parks and rec, cultural and fine arts. Mm-hmm. Um, you name it. So if, if someone wants to get involved in the community, um, my recommendation is just walk in the city hall. Talk to community services. Talk to the city clerk's office. Talk to one of your elected officials. Yeah, um, absolutely. They are all approachable. Talk to the city right. manager and express your interests. Or, I mean, there's a lot of people that I kind of tap and I'm like, you know what, you've got some leadership opportunities that I'd really like to tap into. Right, right. And so it's a two, it's a two-way street. Um, but, you know, college students, absolutely, I'd love to get, yeah. um, get them involved. And my commissions, I, so I oversee um, cultural fine arts, parks and rec, senior citizens, the teen, and then also our navigation center, which is our homeless shelter. Mm-hmm. We have an advisory board. And there's young people on all, other than our senior commission on all of our commissions. And stuff. Right. And just getting that youth per, or young adult right. perspective. Right. Oh, it's, it's great. It yeah. is. I, yeah. I think it's so important. And um, obviously it's a great way to get more involved. It's a great way to see if you want to run for office. You know, I'm always a little shocked when people, you know, run for governor and they've never gone to a city council meeting. And, uh, and, and one of the reasons I love focusing on local politics and local government is because it's where decisions that are really impactful are made. You know, it's hiring the police chief, it's the homeless, it's the streets, it's the parks. And, you know, for me, um, during this whole pandemic of uh, like the beauty of our parks has been restorative because I can't go to the places I used to go. And and so walking through the Redwood Grove in Brea has been, um, you know, just soul restoring. Absolutely. I think this past year has really um, challenged many of us, but we've just had to a come together 
but yeah. think outside the box and right. really um, look at programming in a different way that's safe. Um, you know, meetings, you know, right. Zoom. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting um, in talking with my class, I didn't realize the impact that all of this past year has had on them. They're like, professor, they're like, we can't go to the library and study. Right. I've got a house full of brothers full of people. and sisters. Yeah, that I can't study. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're absolutely correct. Right. And um, so if there's just different, you know, different aspects. For us in community services, we've actually um, so like let's take for instance our spring egg hunt, the big egg hunt, everyone comes, yes. you know, there's thousands of people there, and it takes, you know, four hours to set up and it takes two minutes for them to come and get all the eggs and stuff and all the right. activities. But um, this year we had to think outside the box and we right. did a drive-through. So our tree lighting ceremony was pre-recorded and then released out to the community rather than the entire community coming right. together. Our meetings um, through Zoom, are, are if we are in a large room, we're all socially distanced and stuff. Um, it's just been- And I'm been- wondering how much of that we will keep when all this is over, right? Because my, my students have, have been upset for years at how difficult it is to find city council agendas that they have to actually go during the same time, which isn't always convenient, um, and, and how easy it has suddenly become to participate. And of course, I understand the frustration of city council members who, instead of having 20 people want to talk during public comments, suddenly it's, you know, 2,000 emails all kind of generated from the same place. But isn't that what we've been asking for for all of these years is why does nobody show up and why, you know, where's the community involvement? Now we've got it and people are saying, well, maybe we should shut that down. I I honestly believe, I think we're going to see some of those changes that will just stick with us. I think we're going to see our our meetings um, be in person, but at the same time yeah. um, recorded and televised right. for the community to see. So, right. Yeah. yeah, that's definitely what we're hoping for. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There's, so, some, there's definitely some good things. That came yeah. Out. So the last thing I want to I want to talk to you about a little bit is as you're looking back on your career. Um, you know, I think that you've run into a lot of the same colleagues at different cities, right? Like all these careers end up being pretty small worlds. And and so talk about that for somebody who's just starting off in a career about those relationships and how important it is. Relationships, it's everything. It's it's relationship building, it's communication. Um, those the, the importance of those relationships is getting your foot in the door, most certainly. And then there's professional organizations with each profession. So whether it's recreation and community services, there's an association for that. Whether it's planning and engineering, there's an association for that. Um, Get your name out there. Once again, volunteer for extra projects and um, work with various, um, there's different projects that include um, different jurisdictions, whether you're working with the county, whether you're working with the state, get involved with that because you you set a name for yourself and then um, you can just, you know, you form those relationships and those relationships will pay off for you 
later on. Absolutely. I mean, the, the whole city manager. So when I became city manager, I had been in community services for 20 some years and I had to form all those new relationships with city managers. And in Orange County, they're very tight. There's 36 city managers mm-hmm. and that's it. And they meet on a monthly basis and they're very connected. So I was a little intimidated at first, but sure. then, you know, I, I asked to serve on a couple different committees within that organization. You develop the relationships, you develop that personal, um, you, you know, you know them, you know, their strengths, you know, their weaknesses, and it just goes from there. So for, for, for people who are trying to get into the field or trying to get, I'd say, just get involved, you know, mm-hmm. get involved with your city first and get to know your elected officials. You get to know your appointed appointees, I guess, your other commissioners and stuff. Yeah. And then um, there's for students in at the college level, I had one student who she was on the Senate. She was on all these different um, and she would come back to class and invite the class to participate in all these activities and stuff. And I'd always encourage them, get involved. So I guess, you know what, it's involvement. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think that's true. And I think, you know, you hear hear the idea um, that it's not what you know, it's who you know, and it's all connections. And and I've discovered that it's true, but in a good way, Mm -hmm. right? It's based on your reputation. It's based on what you've done which is why I would recommend you to somebody. It's, you know, and and I think particularly with so many online applications where you get 500 applications for a job and you're trying to sift through, and sometimes it's just so much easier to tap somebody that you've already worked with, that you've already had a relationship with. So it's not that you have to be, you know, related to Jeff Bezos or, you know, Elon Musk's kid. Um, but but I think it is those relationships that you build and the reputation that you have with people who know you. Absolutely. That will, that will definitely carry you on. But there's also times that I'm willing to take a chance with someone who doesn't have the, the knowledge or, but I see the determination. I see yes. the commitment on that individual's part. And right. Once again, I want to give this person a chance. Right. And I remember back to what my, my boss, Absolutely. Said, you know, paid forward, Jim. And Absolutely. So um, oftentimes um, I'm willing to kind of, you know, go out on a limb there and bring yeah. the person on, on board. Sometimes it's been super successful and um, those people are now, you know, in, in administration and right. in, in supervisory roles. And then other times it's not. That's true of almost everything. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So before I let you go, I've got questions that I ask everybody who comes on. Uh Um, So what's the best advice you've ever gotten besides the pay it forward, which I love? Oh my gosh. Best advice. I guess it's um, whatever you do, do it with passion, do it with commitment and um, everything else will probably come together and stuff. So mm-hmm. I, am, I am so fortunate. I love what I do. Like without right. a doubt, I love public service. And whether it be at the city level or whether it's in a classroom, being able to connect with people right. and, pa- and pay, once again, pay it forward and mm-hmm. um, educate um, on this great um, 
this great uh, career and this great, you know, public administration and stuff. That's, yeah. it's, I love that. Yeah. We do a college nights here at, and um, it's really a, a fun thing to bring in um, high school students and talk about our careers and, and public administration. Very right. similar to what we and, do. And I think especially for, for, you know, the new generations of millennials and Gen Z who so want to make a difference with their career. Um, and I'm always like, this is it. Right. This this is it. You right. get to do it maybe not every day, but most days. Okay. And you know, public administration isn't only just working at a city. There's right. public health, there's absolutely. nonprofit. Right. Um, nonprofits, yeah. Absolutely. So it's a it's a very wide and it also the public administration field is growing quickly. The Bureau of Labor Statistics projects growth rates between 16% for social workers and 18% for community services. And Mm. that's in between 2016 and 2026. And I I just saw that. I posted it. Nice. Yeah. So it's a growing field. Absolutely. Yeah. So what's a book? (laughs) Right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Take the class. Take the class. Um, uh, So what's a book you like to recommend to people? Oh, my gosh. So... I really enjoyed the book, Reinventing Government. That mm-hmm. was, it's an older book and it's a really good book. But m- most of the books that I've been reading lately are just on leadership mm-hmm. and um, uh, promoting leadership, promoting, um, talking about the different types of leadership. And, and my students in my class are, oh God, professor. I mean, <laughs> I literally dedicate three classes focused on leadership. It's and crucial. It's so important. Absolutely. So I guess it'd be any book related to growth, development, and leadership. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And and I think it also goes to the the, the lifelong learning right. of you're never done. Exactly. Yeah. So. exactly. so what's a hopeful message besides the, the expansion of public administration and the labor <laughs> statistics? I love that. Uh, I think hang in there. Things are going to get better. Yeah. Um, uh, I think that... Um, what we've gone through this past year, let's just learn from it. And I think take all the positive aspects and um, to make that difference, to make that change in the community. And I think working together, working together, we're going to be a stronger mm-hmm. united um, force. Yeah. I, I think there's definitely lessons that we need to take forward and, and reinvent the old way of doing things. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why that book, the reinventing, reinventing government, right. um, it really did take like different approaches um, of like, well, maybe we don't need to be doing it this way. Let's look, let's mm-hmm. just think outside the box. And I guess that's my thing is I'm always willing to think outside the box. And is there a better way of getting this done that might yeah. be more efficient Right. Cost, more cost-sensitive, um, you know? Right. Cost right. Of cost. I don't know. Yeah, it's good. And then finally, who should we talk to? Oh, my gosh. You guys need to talk. Have you talked to a mayor or a city manager or, you know? Yeah, we've basically, we, we've been doing elections because it was an election. So you know, we now Bar- get to broaden to, to other Jim people. In- yeah, no, I'd say Jim Vanderpool and in the city of Anaheim. Um, he's a phenomenal um, person and um, he was my city manager here and now he's a city manager over in Anaheim. 
and it's just so knowledgeable about so many things. But then if you want, and seasoned, if you want a new city manager who, he actually spoke in my class, Aaron France, um, it's just like a breath of fresh air, new ideas, um, police chiefs. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was one of my, yeah. uh, my, fav- my faves. And actually the, the class, it's funny. So we had, oh gosh, I couldn't even tell you how many guest speakers we had. I said, okay, out of all the guest speakers that we had, who did you like the best? Honestly, they really enjoyed um, Connor Trout, who was our mayor. Yeah. The and they just, I mean, he's young. And they were, he was, was they, they were able to basically just really, um, what is it, uh, identify with. Right. He right. was like, get out there, make a difference. And you know, if I can do it, you can do it. And he was, he fired them up. So that's awesome. Yeah. So thank you. I really appreciate you spending some time with me and I can't wait to see you on campus. I know me too. Yeah, absolutely. This is hoping for fall. good things for fall. So uh, yeah, thank professor you. Jim box community services director at Buena park. Thank you for spending some time with us. Thank you. Jody.